everybody and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Just healing up. Yeah. <laughs> doing and doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm doing right now. I actually... I am officially back to work. Like I actually did see a client today. Like I'm easing back in mm -hmm. uh, to everything, which good. I think is really good. But it is shocking, even though I've had major surgery before, it mm -hmm. is a bit shocking uh, how long it really does take for your body to recover and for how much energy is going into the healing up process. Yeah. And therefore, not available for anything else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah. It just takes what it takes. It really does. And you just have to allow for that. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I get bored and frustrated. Yeah. And annoyed. But I know that, you know, I've, I've tried doing some things that I can do, but then I'm completely trashed. Sure. for days after so mm, yeah yeah yep it, it just you have to pace yourself and mm. and i'm glad that you've had the time to do that and honestly working from yeah. home is such a joy after surgery oh gosh so much better yeah so much well mm -hmm. very good well all is well here <laughs> yeah oh my goodness so the last witch's market of the year is in october right. and uh, the organizer, Terry, is wanting to make it a little more, you know, festive, Halloween-y. So you know what Scott thought when he heard that. He thought, go big or go home, and we're uh, not going home. Of course he did. He always mm -hmm. thinks, go big or go home. <laughs> mm -hmm. so he's in the process right now of building this enormous seven-foot-tall witch. Oh, my God. He's 3D printing a crow skull for her face. That is the coolest freaking thing I have ever seen. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And this enormous cauldron that he's halfway through. And oh my gosh, the dude is in the heights of his glory right now. Well, anything Halloween. Mm, I emailed her today and said, hey, uh, we're going to need space for a really big booth because I just don't know <laughs> what all we're packing down there with us. But I suspect it's a lot. So yeah. Anyway, we did some shopping for that venture today that was actually pretty good. Did you know that Joann's has some pretty good Halloween stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, their prices are bonkers, but it was pretty much all 40% off, which made it more like a normal price. But right, nice. really cool stuff. So anyway, Halloween uh, stuff is in full gear around here. So that's what's up. Next well, week, I'll, I'll share some pictures of some of the decor he's hanging in my trees right now because, good Lord, <laughs> it's really sad we don't get trick-or-treaters <laughs> or, or maybe a good thing. I don't know. Some of both. <laughs> also, I actually got some of my tumblers posted on Etsy, so I wanted oh, to share that oh, with you guys. Yeah. So I'm going to share a link to Etsy in the chat room, but if you're not in the chat room, it's Joyful Goddess Designs on Etsy, but um, yeah, I shared two of my original designs as well as a couple other uh, template uh, tumblers that are pretty cool. So go check them out. And my brand new magnets, my magnet. Uh, oh, yes. 
your magnet, my tree, magnet of life. tree of life that turned out so cool. I actually have a picture of that. I'll show you guys. It turned out really awesome. Well, so and I, I am drinking from a true crime squad glass right yes. now. I need to get those posted too mm. now that they exist. Uh, yeah. So I had made these, I, I bought the wrong magnets and they came in there, these little two inch numbers. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do with these? None of my designs will fit on these. And as I was looking at it, I thought, you know, what if you did a mosaic and did mm -hmm. one picture on a bunch of magnets? So I designed this tree of life and pressed it on it. And I really liked the way it turned out. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. Yeah. So that is also posted on Etsy. Surprisingly. Wow. Look at you. Look at someone getting their shit together. Right. I'm impressed that someone is. I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. We want to say hi to the chatters, to Cranky, Amanda, Sherry, Barbara, Victoria, Paula, JR, Courtney, Amy, RJ. Oh, let's see. I'm saying some names over again. I think Jacqueline <laughs> and Fran. And if I missed you, I'm sorry. I want to welcome everybody and, and anyone else that's listening later or straggling in. Good to see you guys. And hopefully mm -hmm. everyone has had a good day. Yeah. Or a good-ish day. Weird energy this week. Really weird. Mm -hmm. Between Mercury going retrograde on Friday and then the full moon on Saturday. Whew, it is sluggish and thick. Yep, it is. I thought it was just me being sluggish and thick. but mm -hmm. It's collective. Yeah, I think we'll break out of that like tomorrow. But I mean, it's better today than it was yesterday even actually. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. Just kind of where we are. Mm -hmm. Well, my God. There's a lot in the crime world. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. There's some really interesting news and, and some really good news. Really good news. And in fact, let's start with Adnan Saeed. Yes. Okay. So you guys, you probably remember who Adnan is. He's been in prison for 20 years, 22 years. We've covered his case. Mm -hmm. um, he went to jail in 2000 for killing his high school girlfriend, Heyman Lee. And there's been, you know, big campaigns from celebrities and, you know, big groups of people who absolutely believe he is innocent. And you know what? Guess who else thinks he's innocent? <laughs> the prosecutor. Mm -hmm. The prosecutor has filed to have his sentence or his conviction vacated yeah for potentially another trial but that's actually not required as we've mm -mm. seen happen with others probably they won't retry him and i'll tell you why because it's been discovered that there are a host of brady violations in his case yeah. what that means is that the prosecution at the time 22 years ago obviously this is not the same prosecutor as who prosecuted him. Um, the prosecution withheld a whole bunch of evidence from Syed's uh, defense attorneys, yeah. which is constitutional rights violations. It's yeah. huge. It's really bad. I think it's probably even worse than they're saying. Um, you know, there were lots of questions at the time about racial profiling in this case. And, you know, uh, it turns out there's lots of evidence that the uh, defense never got to see, uh, mm -hmm. nor did the jury. 
that points the finger in a completely different direction yeah. in the murder of Heyman Lee. This is huge because there yeah. are many people who have been on board for his innocence for the last 22 years. Yeah. He has a huge amount of support. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, he had exhausted all of his appeals. Like they were literally like hoping for like the governor to commute his sentence. Cause that was like his only option, except nobody thought the prosecutor would come back and say, we screwed up. Yeah. You need to vacate this. So mm-hmm. the judge has not ruled on it yet, although it would be pretty unusual for a prosecutor to come forward with this kind of information and the judge not vacate his conviction. Yeah. I also think it's very unlikely that they will retry him because mm-hmm. if they do, they're going to find that um, there's all this evidence out there that guess what? Doesn't point to him at all. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Yeah. I don't think, I think that the, when we cut, when we talked about this a while back and he had exhausted his final appeal, mm-hmm. it was pretty much like, shit you know he's screwed he's gonna spend the rest of his life in prison Mm -hmm. and he's already done 22 Mm -hmm. years you guys well in our episode on that there was some really ugly comments from people who yes because believe he is guilty yeah Yeah. you know what people don't like they don't like that he appears to be muslim right that's exactly it they don't like that he is you know not trying to hide himself it offends people. It frightens people. It whatever's people right. triggers people. Yeah, it's crazy. He's going to have to be extremely careful. Yes, uh, because his safety will be in question. And I really yeah. wish that wasn't true, but it is true. And they're recommending that he be released on his own recognizance mm-hmm. while they decide what to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, fortunately he they're has not going to refile this. They won't. There is no this way is they done. Won't. This will no. just make uh, the prosecutor's office look even more stupid yep. than they already do. Yep. No, he'll get, he will get, he'll be out. Mm-hmm. And he will likely have a huge lawsuit to file. Yep. So it's awesome news. Um, you know, I have always felt that he was innocent. I've never felt like any of what he was convicted on was much of anything when it came to evidence. Yeah. And there were so many holes in the story. And of course, then the racism. Yeah. Uh, that just is gross, super gross. Yeah. So yay. Go Adnan Sayed. I'm excited for him. Absolutely. Yep. Well, someone who, you know, typically sits atop the uh, FOS list, R.F. Kelly, mm-hmm. was back in court. And he was sentenced today. I know this will come as a big surprise, but to a slew of sex crimes. I mean, the dude's already in 30 years for mm-hmm. sex crimes. But this is another know, state. Right? This is another state, a whole new trial. And he was convicted of six of the 13 charges brought against him. He was found guilty of coercing three minors into criminal sexual activity and producing three child sex abuse videos all of which involved the same 14-year-old girl. Good God. Yep. Two of his employees were tried alongside of him, and they were all pretty well cleared. Pretty much they went, nope, this was all on Kelly. 
I don't know if that's true. It seems to me like some of them tried to help cover things up, pay things off, you know, the jam. Mm -hmm. But uh, they all walked, but he, you know, this just will add to, he's never going to get out. He will die in prison. This will just add, because I don't think he's done yet. I believe there's more still coming up against him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. It's good news that he won't ever get out because yeah. somebody like him, they never stop. Yep. Well, and as we know, recently he had $28,000 built up in his uh, petty <laughs> cash fund and uh, the courts seized it and took it all to help pay his fines and left him with 500 bucks. <laughs> which is frankly just... <laughs> 500 more than he really needs to have. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Although I just find that hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Victoria, I agree. So many people knew and said nothing because he was making them money. Yep. yep. It's all disgusting. Yes. Yep. The worst. But there you have it. I mean, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Also, let's see. Let me take a look at my list. We try to follow it or, you know, we get messed up because there's a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. Casey so... White and Vicki White. Oh, yes. My God. So... The sheriff's office, they're now going back and listening to all of the phone calls that were never listened to. How? 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 You guys, Vicki and Casey White had almost a thousand phone calls in the last year. One thousand. And in and some of them. That was weird. Like, what They the had phone sex. These are all calls that could have been, should have been monitored and weren't. She should have been caught a long freaking time ago, long before this ever turned into the Bonnie and Clyde situation. It did. How? Yeah. Again, people turning their, looking the other way. It had to be. There is no way somebody didn't go. Seems like uh, he's getting an awful lot of phone calls. These are recorded phone lines. Yeah. How? How? Lazy. Lazy. Lazy, accommodating. Yep. All of it. That is shocking. I mean, it is. yeah. The sheriff it's is like, gross. so what we're what we're seeing right now is uh oh, it that appears that just maybe there there was a relationship here. But so now someone has to listen to all of these calls and listen to some gross ass horny phone sex between these two idiots. <laughs> right? Gross. Ew. Wonder who paid for those calls. Don't the inmates have to pay? Well, yeah. So who was putting money on his books? Oh, mm. I'm sure she was. Yep. Yeah. Listen to the phones. God. Somebody needs brain bleach. I'm oh, sure gross. that's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, was she the one supposed to be monitoring these calls? Well, and that may be true, Paula, at least to some degree, because they are saying that at least some of these calls had to have happened while she was on shift. That is just what? So a jailer was making phone calls to someone in the jail and having phone sex with them while they were at work. And it happened a thousand times and while she was at work. And everyone was just so damn surprised when all this happened. Bullshit. People How? knew. You bet People they did. knew. You bet they did. That is absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Nicholas Cruz. Oh, yes. Can we? 
So Nicholas Cruz, of course, this is the Parkland shooter. Um, they're in the sentencing uh, process right now, the sentencing phase of of uh, the court proceedings. And the judge has had an utter asshole of the defense attorneys. <laughs> oh, boy. And she had quite the showdown with them today because she's had it with them. Mm-hmm. They had 80 witnesses lined up. And today, very abruptly, they rested when they were halfway done. Not even. They'd only done 25. 25, yep. Crazy. And I'm going to play you this little exchange between the judge and uh, the defense attorneys because it's just, well, it's hilarious. And also, F all of them. But here we Mm -hmm. go. Who is your next witness and when are they being called and which attorney is going to question them? Let me be clear if I wasn't before. Because if these don't have anything to do with your next witness, then why are we having a jury wait outside right now? Just because we were trying to move everything in because in terms of timing, we do it now. In terms of timing, it would be much better to do it during the lunch break when the jury needs longer than you all. So we'll go ahead and pass on this. Let's bring the jury in, please. Um, Your Honor? Yes? um, At this time, the defense rests. Other than putting in our records. We're not playing chess. I mean, will you please take the jury back in? Thank you. All right, go ahead and put in your records. To be Nicholas Cruz Henderson, episode one record. Let me just stop. State, are you going to have anything ready for today? No. <laughs> we're, 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 expecting, we're waiting for 40 more witnesses. I just want to say, this is the most uncalled for, unprofessional way to try a case. You you all knew about this, and even if you didn't make your decision till this morning, to have 22 people plus all of this staff and every attorney march into court, be waiting as if it's some kind of game. Now I have to send them home. The state's not ready. They're not going to have a witness ready. We have another day wasted. I, I just, I honestly, I have never experienced a level of unprofessionalism in my career. It, it's unbelievable. So, Judge, you asked, we had in pretrial matters, you asked us to be here at 9.15. We were here at 9.15 to discuss pretrial matters. I have been practicing in this county for 20 years. You know what, years. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear Judge, it. Judge, you're insulting me on the record in front of my client, and I believe that I should be able to Okay, you myself. can do that later. You can put, make your record later, but you've been insulting me the entire trial. me the entire trial. <laughs> and the look on her face when she stands up and says the defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> she was speechless. <laughs> she was absolutely speechless. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, what a so stupid. I can't what, even. What is what are they thinking? I mean, the only thing here is whether he gets life or the death penalty. That's all they're right. determining because he's yep. pled guilty. So wh- what? why the high drama? Wow. 
I really don't know. And to be honest, the witnesses that they called, it's all just really painful and disgusting. So honestly, yeah. I think they should rest. But yeah, this judge. It's just a whole lot of blaming <laughs> other people. Yeah, she's had that it. killed me. I had to save that and share it with you guys. <laughs> There's another judge that is wrangling an unbelievable belligerent herd circus right now. And that is the judge in charge of the Alex Jones proceedings. I tried to get a clip to share with her too, because I thought maybe I'll put together a little judges gone wild segment. Um, But there's just too many. Honestly, there's just too many. It's so bad. She, the one thing she said that really cracked me up is, I do not want to hear Hillary Clinton out of you again to the prosecutor. <laughs> well, she did say several times, Mr. Jones, this is not your show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, you are not allowed to lie on the stand, Mr. Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. These so, judges, they've had enough. I didn't get you a compilation. I may still at some point because it's oh, just too freaking good. There's also a clip floating around on Law and Crime uh, Facebook page of uh, an interaction between a judge and an oath keeper that just oh, happened in the last day or two that is also a pretty much a scream. So, you know, maybe we'll get some judges gone wild uh, you know, post together for you. But anyway, I, there are some judges out here who have had enough. Right. And that is definitely one of them. Uh, <laughs> well, and yes, Paula, I hope they're not trying to give him grounds for appeal because yeah, this kid is scary, scary, scary. He needs mm-hmm. to go away forever. He is not yes. ever going to be safe in the community. No. No, not at all. Speaking of never going to be safe in the community, Christy, there is a ton of shit in the Daybell Vallow case. Tons of it. So many filings. So okay. much happening. See if you can dissect it for us. Let's get into this if I can. First of all, uh, see, there's a hearing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be with both Lori and Chad yet again. And Chad's attorney has vacated the hearing on his behalf. Mm-hmm. They will not be there. Nope. We don't know why. Um, but clearly it, it does seem that maybe being in the same room with her is something they are currently trying to avoid. They're sure dancing around it. They really are. So let me tell you what else we have going on. Sorry. Let me find the right. Okay. So the state did um, file their response to limiting media access in the courtroom uh, as Lori's uh, defense attorneys have have filed. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing about that is that, you know, who has not filed yeah. a response? John Pryor, on behalf mm-hmm. of Chad. Now, Pryor has always been pro-cameras in the mm-hmm. courtroom, but he has not said one way or the other. Yep. So what they've asked for is a single camera that cannot record audio or to limit a camera to the back of the courtroom. Because if you recall, the last time 
they were in court, there was a, a camera trained right on Lori's face the whole time so that you could see what a loon she is. Mm-hmm. She had, oh, it was not good. The looks on her face and the the smirking and the giggling and the mm-hmm. weird, like, totally not appropriate for the moment stuff. Mm-hmm. The other statement that the state made, which I find interesting, is... Um, Open to public doesn't mean live streamed. Yeah. Is that true, though? That is a question, you know, because right. when everything was laid out for the way that our courts work, live streaming wasn't possible. So how does open to the public not mean that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, Court TV has been, you know, in the midst of this, getting in big trouble over it. What I don't understand is why let Court TV do it in the first place? Why isn't it East Idaho News? It should Mm -hmm. be because they're the local main coverage of this Mm -hmm. case. And sure, you know, fine. Don't put a camera on Lori's face the entire time. Whatever. I would actually like that. We never got to see the judge's face a single time. I know. There was a lot we missed in the courtroom. I didn't like the laying go of the camera either i mean it would have been fine to see Lori's here and there but yeah i thought it was stupid too it was it was and obviously it was you know there was some sensationalism going on there but i think they Mm -hmm. could you know give a few rules around that without completely removing the ability to live stream Lori's camp well they've lost their privileges that's it all the media out they've lost their privileges that's not how this works is not how this works and it is very interesting the prior, who is, you know, the king of voluminous filings, has filed nothing mm-hmm. around this. That's really interesting. So. Also, there's a filing from KPVI that came in yesterday to be the streamer in the courtroom tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me. Again, yeah. not East Idaho News, and they've done it a lot, so maybe they're taking a seat, you know. But interesting, it's not doesn't appear to have been approved yet however so yeah if we can stream tomorrow's hearing we will but yeah if we who can. knows if it'll even be public we don't know we don't know and now whatever chad's part of that hearing was going to be not mm-hmm. happening yep let's see what else have we got oh yeah okay so uh Lori's attorneys filed stating that they have this five terabyte amount of evidence and it's not organized or, you know, anything. And, and prior had been moaning about that already, um, you know, months and months ago. Mm-hmm. And they're basically, they're turning over everything they have, but they're not organizing it and putting it together the way that, you know, I think really is every attorney's job to do. So the state's response to the request by Lori's camp is that um, they don't have a duty to collect evidence. And with no specificity, they're unaware of what contact she's referring to regarding out-of-state witnesses or potential witnesses. Because they were asking for stuff like, and, and Priors asked for this too, we want record of every single person you have spoken to about this case. Mm-hmm. I don't think they actually have to give. And they also don't have to do the organizational part of it. And that is, um, you know, a big part of this. So they're basically saying, yeah, no, we're not turning anything over to you. 
we don't owe you anything. And, you know, quit your bitching pretty much is, is what it's they just, have said. The constant throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what will stick. You know, the whole, we know you're having inappropriate conversations with someone. Yeah. Though that accusation has been coming up now for two years. And the prosecution's like, what are you talking about? And specifically about people from out of state. So is this Mm -hmm. in relation to people in Arizona? Is this Mm -hmm. still in relation to Kurt and McConkie in Utah? Like, I mean, it could go for... (laughs) could be a lot of things you know and if it is that i will freaking die over that I'm, one i'm guessing it's still are we still talking about summer and zulima right we're right. just still beating that same dead horse over well you and know that the across the, uh, the uh defense had seems to have this attitude that you don't that the um prosecution doesn't have any right to question anybody mm-hmm. or investigate anything and I don't know where yeah. that's coming from because that's not true at all. Yeah. Um, there was an also an emotion, and I don't know. Um, oh, okay. So it's an emotion, it's a motion from Lori's attorneys to allow her to continue wearing street clothes instead of jail clothes, um, which has been approved. But apparently that was not ever put in writing. It was just a verbal agreement. Oh. And so the question, the request now is just putting that on paper, I guess. Sure. Some, I don't know if there's concern around it, really. I don't think. Probably not. It's probably just cleaning up some stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Just making sure they're dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's. So that's what's going on. So we may or may not get to watch tomorrow's hearing. We don't know mm-hmm. if anyone's going to be allowed to live stream it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on. It's just a lot of, I hate this stuff. It's just boring procedural crap, but mm-hmm. it is real defense attorney stuff, not the, yeah you know, extreme drama we've had in the past. Mm -hmm. This is the real reality of preparing for this huge trial. Um, A lot of stuff like this goes on in a lot of the cases we cover. We just don't nitpick it all down to the dry bone, but we do that in this one because it is so close to us. Right. Right. So yes, Lori Hellis has her hearing in mid October as well. She is not backing down she is not and i'm really happy they tried to turn her down without giving her a hearing and that just mm-hmm. wasn't going to fly yep. so i'm glad she's getting her hearing mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm what you want to bet we're not going to get to see it though yep doubt it doubt it however she will tell us all about it so right she will our listeners mm-hmm. all about it yeah yeah very cool well let's change gears and talk about Earlier this year, we brought you guys a story about a sexual assault victim in San Francisco who had, who discovered that the, well, she didn't actually, the prosecuting attorney discovered and blew the whistle and had a very loud uh, conversation with uh, the press and anyone else who would listen about this. What she discovered is that the police were using DNA from sexual assault victims to keeping it in their system to compare back to people who had committed crimes. Yeah. And so this particular woman apparently was involved in a robbery 
But the reason that the state had her DNA was because she was raped in 2016. Yeah, and that's bullshit. Take a look at that. A rape kit that was processed. Yeah. And and then then used inappropriately. So the prosecutor got very loud about it. And, you know, for so many good reasons, you know, and because it's illegal what they're doing. And also because that kind of reputation prevents women from, from, uh, you know, doing a rape kit or from reporting sexual assault and, and yada, yada, yada. Right. Well, that victim is now suing. So she is suing the police department in San Francisco over this. And the charges against her were eventually dropped anyway, because, Mm -hmm. well, they did something illegal. Right. But so she's, it's a five claim lawsuit. Uh, She's speaking damages to cover medical expenses, pain and suffering from negligence and violations of federal civil rights laws as well as the women or or her fourth amendment rights to privacy. And that's really what the question is here is her fourth amendment right to privacy that essentially her medical privacy was violated by putting her DNA into their database without her permission. Right. Which is what she was a victim. You cannot do that. Yeah. That's such horseshit. That makes me so mad. Let's mm-hmm. just give victims of sexual assault like a thousand more reasons to never report, you yep. know? Yep, for sure. Very frustrating, but good for her for suing, for really, you know, standing up and saying, I'm going to keep this loud. We're going to keep making clear that this is not going to fly. This ruling could resonate far and wide. Her attorney says that they estimate that this is happening to women all over the country. That is really scary. It is. Yep. It is. It's very scary. And yet again, more abuse of women in the system. Just so friggin' sick of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she needs, she's very brave to stand up and speak out about this. And it will protect other people too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Jessica, I did. She said, did you see the case in Iowa that a girl uh, who killed her rapist is required to pay his family $150,000 in damages? Yeah, Yeah. I saw that too. It's horrifying. It's unreal. Uh, One thing with this Vallow case that I completely forgot that we definitely need to mention is Colby Ryan. Yeah. Uh, We talked about this last week. You know, Colby had been charged with sexual assault uh, for raping his wife. There was, you know, apparently there was phone evidence or, you know, of him uh, confessing to that to her over the phone. Well, those charges have been dropped. Uh, dropped with, uh, without uh, prejudice. Yeah. And the, the statement or the comment by the prosecutor's office was dropped while they uh, investigate this further. So does that mean that she recanted? Does that mean that there's more here and they want to have it all together? Does that mean that uh, this is just not going to go anywhere? We don't know. But literally, like, I think the day after or two days after we reported this, that happened and they turned him free from jail and it's a done deal right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just given my experience in domestic violence, uh, I'm going to bet that she recanted. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking so too. Yep. And yes, Fran, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking about how when those charges happened to Colby, that was the shot heard around the world. I mean, it was mm -hmm. everywhere immediately. Yep. And that has got to be really overwhelming for her. Mm -hmm. And maybe she didn't realize it would take off like that. And maybe she's just not prepared to deal with it at that level. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame her. Yeah. Well, especially with Netflix launching today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that, Fran. The Netflix, uh, The Sins of Our Mother or My mm -hmm. Mother, whatever it's called, the Lori Vallow story. It's a three-part uh, documentary, I guess. Mm -hmm. It is a documentary series, right? That yeah. starts today on Netflix. So well, we haven't watched it yet. We will. Heavily focused on Colby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Netflix got involved and told her she was recanting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I will. Yeah. It's a mess. So we'll keep you posted on whatever happens with that, if anything. But for now, Colby has been cleared of those charges. Not cleared. Those charges have been dropped. Yeah. 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 I agree, Amy. Makes you wonder if Netflix had something to do with that. Yeah, they do have the money and the power, and a lot of that money was going to the Ryans, so. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, GB said, I'm not sure if I want to watch it now after everything. Agreed. I mostly just want to watch it so that we can debunk it if we need to. Yes. I, I hate all of this stuff coming out before this trial has even occurred. Mm -hmm. And we already know from a lot of the other stuff that's already been released that there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, sure. you know, there's going to be some debunking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Christy, talk to us about a huge blast from the past. The killer of John Lennon. Dude, right? Mark David Chapman came up for parole. This is the 12th time that he has tried to get out after the assassination of John Lennon. Mm -hmm. And you will probably be relieved to know that his parole was yet again rejected. Yeah. So he is 67. Um, this was his 12th time and he's denied again. He can apply again in 2024. There actually is a, a hearing scheduled. Um, obviously, no one wants him to get out, but, you know, I don't know at some point if it might be possible there. They haven't released a transcript of it yet, so we don't know exactly what was said other than we know that his parole was yet again denied. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. I don't ever want him to get out. He took so much from the world. He did. Yep. Right. Yoko will never will make sure he never does. I'm sure that she will. Yeah. I'm sure that she will. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, the Montgomerys. Oh, yeah. This, of course, is the stepmother and father of Serenity Montgomery, who has still not been found, but uh, has Harmony. now finally Harmony. Oh, good lord, Serenity. So many of those these missing children we've covered have similar names. I know. True. So Harmony's so stepmom, Kayla Montgomery, uh, 
has violated her bail. I know this comes as a big surprise to everyone if you see any pictures of this woman online. Good God. Uh, she's been picked back up, uh, bail revoked because she didn't uh, check in. And when they picked her up from kind of a known drug house, it looks like, one of the people there that was watching her get arrested said she's well known at that house and that she has OD'd there several times in the last little while. Jeez. And is Kayla just trying to get herself off this rock so she doesn't have to deal with all of this? I don't know. You know, she'd probably feel quite a bit better if she just told the freaking truth. Right? Come on, Kayla. Do the right thing. It just makes me think about how his other girlfriend died of an overdose not too long ago. Yeah. And he is back in court uh, this week, so there may be a, a little more coming. But, of course, you know, they still have not charged either one of them in her disappearance. So we'll see what court brings this week, but uh, there's no charges yet. I'm just amazed in that, how they are that empowered at this point mm -hmm. that they haven't given something away. It's just, it's terrifying. It's insane. It's just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sherry F. Papini. <laughs> oh my God. This chick. Ugh. My God. Now you guys remember Sherry Papini, probably. This is that woman from California that faked her disappearance so that she could go and have an affair for a few weeks and then showed back up. And it's time to sentence her. You know, hopefully you guys all remember this story. That's that's a piece of it. But mm -hmm. anyway, it's time to sentence her. So she pled guilty in April to two counts of a 35-count indictment, admitting to mail fraud and lying to a law enforcement officer. It's not enough. It's just no. not enough. Her whole community mobilized to find her. Yeah. This is, was traumatizing to an entire community. A huge amount of resources wasted looking for her. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. So her camp says... She said in an emotional statement that her guilt is her prison. Oh, Sherry, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Seriously. Just what you did? Right for that. No. no, no, no. So, yes, total FOS list for Sherry forever. So the prosecutor wants eight months. Eight months. Eight months. Eight months with three years uh, probation, basically. But her camp is like, can't she just like go to jail for like a month and then be on house arrest? Ugh. And the prosecutor's like, that doesn't seem like enough. I don't think any of this seems like enough because F you, Sherry, for all the crap that you did. Yeah. Absolutely horrific. What she put her family through, her community through, the amount of money that was spent trying to find her, and the fact that there was a legitimate missing person right in her area, whose case got very little attention because they were all too busy falling at the feet of the Sherry Papini family and trying right. to find this fool. Yeah, it's just gross. Mm -hmm. So, bye-bye, Sherry Papini. Mm -hmm. Disgusted. Disgusted by that one. Okay, who is next? Oh, little Mikey Lindell. Oh, good lord. <laughs> so, Mike Lindell, I'm sure you know if you have you know been alive for the last six or seven years 
Mike Lindell is the my pillow guy, and Mike Lindell is deeply involved in QAnon conspiracy, election fraud conspiracy, and the January 6th insurrection. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, when walking out of a Hardee's restaurant in Minnesota, where he is from, the FBI swarmed him and took his phone. Does that mean soon we might not have to ever see him on the news again, ever? Because that would be very worth it. I would like that very much. I would as well. You guys, he is in the midst of billion dollar lawsuits being sued by the voting machine companies, literally for billions of dollars for all of the slander all of the lies you know he has his own tv network where he just gets on and screams for hours at a time it's it's bonkers he's also known to have a pretty significant uh, cocaine habit and sometimes i mean you can legitimately see on that network he's on that he is you know mm-hmm. kind of doing the don jr so the dude's got major problems, but now he's got even bigger problems because the FBI has his phone. Mm-hmm. He had the gall to say that he runs five businesses from that phone, that he doesn't even own a computer. Everything is on that phone. I'm like, you're mm-hmm. such a liar. It even runs my hearing aids. Right. Like it runs everything. Bullshits and yeah. boo-hoo and whatever. Bye-bye, dummy. We so. were just hoping that they will, you know, at least let him have a my pillow behind bars, but we'll find out. Well, I would think they're about prison quality at this point. So, <laughs> uh, well, and they also gave him a gag order as a yes. part of this and told him, You are not allowed to speak about this. And he immediately ran in front of a, oh, I don't know, computer. To uh, do one of his little Mike Lindell TV sessions and uh, told it all up. And they even, he showed the warrant and said, they told me I'm not allowed to talk about this, but I'm gonna. And I thought somewhere his attorney's going, oh God, why, why, why? Yeah. Well, hopefully that's just more of a reason to put him behind bars and shut him up. Mm -hmm. One can hope. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hilarious. Okay, well, here's something that is just not hilarious in any way. Let's talk about, I'm going to say this all wrong, Nassan Joaquin Garcia. Yes. You guys, I am horrified and yet not surprised that another megachurch leader has been uh, brought down for sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And this is, yes, uh, Nason Joaquin Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the leader of the Church of the Light of the World um, <laughs> in Guadalajara, <laughs> Mexico, but then also he's also in California. And he is a convicted sex offender already. Mm-hmm. 
and imagine that he is still being and allowed. still has a mega church. Yeah, still has a mega church. Is still doing all of his gross stuff that he's doing. Mm. Um, he has been sentenced to 17 years in prison. Um, his church has 5 million members worldwide. So now what's happening, because his victims have gotten wise and they've gotten together, and he is being sued in a class action lawsuit with well over 500 victims. And let's see. So let me read you what the opening part of the complaint says. Plaintiffs are individuals and residents of the state of California, County of Los Angeles, who were enslaved, trafficked, and sexually abused by the leaders of this church, a global religious institution that has made the economic and sexual exploitation of children and others a centerpiece of its operations for decades. Uh, so it's just gross. He did this stuff where that he had a special group that would come and dance for him privately. I mean, it's yeah. all very Jeffrey Epstein gross. Oh, the one girl who said that while he was raping her or having sex with her, but she was a child, that she was mm -hmm. required to call him uncle because they yes. turned him on. Ugh. So gross. Also pornographic photo shoots mm -hmm. with underage girls. I mean, it's just everything you can mm -hmm. possibly think of and worse. Yep. But I think what they're doing is very smart because they're going after him for money mm -hmm. because that's where they're going to hit him where he lives. Because, of yep. course, he's a gazillionaire yep. because he's got this giant megachurch. Oh, yeah. He's living large yeah. and getting away with all this stuff. Yep. I got well, kicked out of no a local. Longer. Yep. I got kicked out uh, and blocked from a local group, a group called I Love Life in Rexburg which I've mostly stayed in for the hilarity. So it's kind of sad that I won't be able to report all the dumbass stuff that goes on in there. Mm -hmm. But I got blocked last week. Why? Because I said that children are a lot more likely to be groomed and molested at church than they are at a, a drag show. And the churchy the folks did not like that. Hey, Aussie, thank you. Yeah, they, they did not like that one bit. Uh, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. This is where... If people think their kids are safe at church, they are out of their minds. Yeah. Not paying any attention whatsoever. So. Blind faith. May this idiot burn in hell and also lose mm -hmm. every dime he's got. Absolutely. And straight to the top of the FOS list. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Let's see. I We have one left and it is the Crumblies. Uh. Also. At the top of the FOS list. Yes. So their trial was supposed to be in October. Now, if you don't know who we're talking about, I'm talking <coughs> about the parents of Ethan Crumbly, the mm -hmm. school shooter from Michigan last year, uh, who is, you know, supposed to go to trial in mm -hmm. January. Well, they were supposed to go to trial in October. They are not ready. Here's what their defense said. They're having a hard time finding people that will say anything on their behalf because people are afraid to say nice things about James and Jennifer Crumbly. Would it be possible that they're just 
aren't any people that have anything <laughs> nice to say about these dicks. Come on. Afraid. Probably everybody that knows them is like, oh, thank God. Yeah. We're done with these fools. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. No, everyone's saying, yep, they were shitty parents. Yep, they were doing this. Yep, they did do that. So uh, they need more time because people are being mean to them. And it's just not cool. Right. Very, very sad. Yeah. So um, they are very, very pathetic. But one thing I learned from this article that I've been wondering about, we haven't ever heard a resolution to, but apparently there was one is that his attorneys want to call Ethan as a witness. And that apparently has been approved. He is supposed to be a witness in their case. What? What's he supposed to say? Here's this. I died myself laughing. Died myself. (laughs) Thinking about this earlier when I read that. Thinking, wouldn't it be the icing on the freaking cake if Ethan got on the stand for the defense and just talked a bunch of shit about his parents? Well, I mean, we've already seen like all his text messages and his journal entries and all that stuff that say he's been asking for help. They don't listen. You know, they don't care about me. What makes them think that Ethan's going to get up there and be like, what is it's a Jeff Foxworthy joke that my mama was great. My papa was great. and I'm just a shithead. Yes. Yes. That's not going to happen. And this little shit's been in jail for almost a year now. And yeah. has been reveling in the attention and asking where his fan mail is. And, you know, oh. it's been, he's, he's disgusting and scary. Mm-hmm. But um, he could say, he could get on stand and say whatever he wants. And he might. That could be very interesting. I just wonder if this is a big stretch and a big mistake on their part. But we'll see. Yeah. We shall. It's very, I find it very interesting. I'm not yeah. sure what they think he's going to say. Yeah. So, Fran, we, we talked about Cleotha in this morning's episode, but I'll gladly go over it. So, mm-hmm. of course, Cleotha uh, Abston Henderson is the man who's been charged in the murder of Eliza Fletcher in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And here's what we learned earlier this week. Apparently, after he was arrested, some detectives from another city in Tennessee went, hmm name sounds familiar yeah he was a suspect in a rape back in september of last year wonder where that um rape kit is oh we've got it right here dusted it off the shelf and went ahead and sent it in and oh no guess whose dna matched up to it Yeah. yeah so he raped someone a year ago And they've never processed the rape kit because, gosh, 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 it's just so hard. It's so expensive. We just can't possibly be expected to process all of these gosh darn rape kits. So they haven't been processed. So for a fucking year, that rape kit has sat on the shelf. His DNA, which was already in CODIS, you guys, Mm -hmm. already in CODIS. All they would have had to do is run the kit and they would have known who committed that rape. He could have been arrested. Eliza Fletcher never had to die. It's so maddening. It is. I hope her family come down on that police department with both fucking feet. Mm -hmm. Because someone needs to, you know? And they certainly are the people who could do that. They've got the money and the power. I 
Katie is frozen. I, to myself, am not frozen. So I'm just going to keep talking here for a minute because I don't know what's happening. We are, however, at the end of the show. So we will be back tomorrow night for the Psychic Hour. Of course, that does have to be watched either through Patreon or through our YouTube channel. subscription. So if you haven't joined that and you want to go to our YouTube homepage, click join, and that'll, you can get in there for a buck and then you can come to the psychic hour. Or if you want to become a patron over on our Patreon, which is just a true crime squad on Patreon, then you can get it there as well. And we will be back uh, tomorrow night and we will be doing the spiritual AF cards. As I know, many of you are big fans. So Katie has left the building, so I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you all so much for being here and as always for supporting us and being a part of our squad. We appreciate you so very much. And we are a true crime squad. Thanks for being here. (laughs) 